Tonight's episode is brought to you by Leap Spirits. Hey, Dane, what do you get when you combine Leroy Butler's Leap Vodka with Robin Young's Robinade Old School Lemonade? Wax. Officially, officially, Dane, it's called Leap and Lemonade, but unofficially, it's called the best tasting canned cocktail made just for Wisconsin. I cut you off because I'm so excited about this Leap <laughs> and Lemonade. It's a refreshing classic that brings together products from two Wisconsin sports legends, folks. It tastes delicious because it's made with real award-winning vodka and real juice. Uh, it has 6.7 alcohol, percent alcohol by volume and is sold in a six-pack, 12-ounce cans. And, and let me tell you, it's summertime. It's the perfect canned cocktail for tailgating and get-togethers with friends and family. So Leap and Lemonade, two Hall of Famers, one great drink. Leap Vodka, the official vodka of the Milwaukee Era and Water Show, and Wisconsin's Vodka of the Year. To find Leap Vodka and Leap and Lemonade in a retail store or restaurant near you, visit leapspirits.com and click on Find Leap Vodka. See show notes for details. Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Dane here with Wags, but y'all are sick of us, so we get to bring in an incredibly special guest tonight, folks. We're honored to have uh, Green Bay Packers defensive lineman Hawadi Pututau in the house on the podcast. Hawadi, how are you doing, man? Welcome to Lombardi's Legends. Oh, man, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited to be on and uh, super excited to be a Packer. So, yeah. Well, we're excited to have you as a Packer. And that's why we always ask, Wags, we always ask this question. Uh, for first-time guests, Hawadi, how does it feel to be a Green Bay Packer? Man, it's uh, it's surreal, you know. Um, just growing up playing football um, as a little kid, um, everybody wants to, you know, be uh, a pro professional athlete, you know. Um, and just to be able to to say that, you know, um, I've, I've achieved that dream um, so far um, is just great. Um, it's uh, it's something that I've wanted my whole life and uh, worked um, super hard to, to achieve. And uh, though it's taken me a little bit longer, uh, I mean, I'm just glad for this opportunity that I have, you know. Yeah, so Hadi, can you take us maybe behind the scenes of when it went down during the draft? Um, and if, if, did you think, I don't know if you think you thought, thought you were going to get drafted or if you always kind of knew the undrafted route was going to be the way to go. And, uh, you know, once you were undrafted, certainly you had the pick of teams. So what was it about green Bay that made you decide that that's where you wanted to go? Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, man, so green Bay, there's, uh, there's some connections with, with coaches and stuff that I have, you know, with, uh, uh, Jerry Montgomery, um, he's really close with uh, my D-line coach at Utah. Um, and so that was a big, big factor in my decision. Uh, but also just like the overall um, like 
perspective of, of Green Bay, just, you know, being hard-nosed um, team. And, and, and where I came from here at Utah, we're the same, you know, nothing is given and everything is earned um, through your hard work and um, your persistence and, and, and diligence. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Jerry Montgomery was a big, big part of that. Um, he's a great coach and a great um, mentor. Um, and I mean, it, I've learned so much in, in the little time that I've, I've, I've been with the program. Um, but, uh, like you said, I mean, I was debating, I, I was hoping I was going to get drafted, but you know, you know, it doesn't always happen. Um, but I was just looking for an opportunity and, um, I'm just grateful that Green Bay was able to give me that opportunity. Um, and so I'm going to make the most of it uh, with with what I have and my tools that I possess. Um, and so, yeah. No, that's that. You know, we talked a bit about you, Wags, and I did. Uh, we did a um, kind of a, a preview of some of the the newer guys that have come into the the team here, and you stuck out to us because you have a really unique background. Uh, not necessarily the. Uh, uh, dare I say the the prototypical way that folks get into the league? So, do you mind uh, sharing uh, a little bit about your your background and and how you made your way uh, to to Green Bay? Because you know it's it's not the it's not the the typical you know 21, 22 year old guy who who you know four years of high school, four years of college, and then into the league. Uh, you've got a different journey. Would you mind sharing a little bit of that with us? Yeah, for sure. Um, so coming out of Coming out of high school, um, I deferred for two years to serve a, a church mission uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so I was gone for two years. I came back to Utah uh, when I was 20. So I started my football career in college when I was 20 um, and then went throughout my college career. I um, was hoping I would just finish those four four years, five years tops. Um but then, you know, COVID hit, uh, Pac-12 didn't really have a season uh, in 2020, which I was planning on leaving um, and everything. But uh, plans changed. I was able to, to gain that extra year to kind of, you know, uh, just showcase more of my abilities and things and just to gain that experience. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was that was considered a super senior, a super, super senior. Uh, but – uh, I was able to, you know, mature um, and just kind of get a better football IQ, um, just being there and um, learning from players that I played with that are that were in the league um, and that are still are in the league and things and the coaches. Um, but yeah, I mean, just grateful that I mean, I had an opportunity after after college um, and Green Bay. I feel like was the best fit for me um, about how I. Uh, see myself, um, you know, working and, and, and trying to, to make a living out of this. And so, uh, so far the players are great and, um, learning a lot from the vets. So, yeah. Yeah. And Utah is obviously a really good college program, but take us back now, obviously we're talking here mid July, but take us back to, you know, the first day you stepped in 
uh, the locker room at Lambeau Field. Uh, what were your first impressions of Lambeau, of Green Bay, uh, of being in that professional locker room? Um, and uh, just just take us back to that moment and, and what those impressions were and, and what that moment meant to you. Man, um, it was surreal, you know. Um, you never picture exactly what an NFL locker room is, is, is all about and things. And I've never been to an NFL game in my life. Um, though I have, you know, family members and things that have played in the league. Um, just to be able to, you know, say that, I mean, I got myself here. Um, obviously with the help of, you know, uh, my parents, my wife, coaches and things. Um, but man, when I walked through those, those doors and I was able to see, you know, my name and, and number um, on on a locker room in in the locker room of, of Lambeau uh, was just was just crazy. Uh, I was like, I took pictures, sent it to my wife. You know, like we, we made it. You know? um, obviously, there's still tons of work to do, and you know, got to make the team. But just to be able to, you know, say that man, I was I was there. I made it to that point. So yeah, and and what was your you know? So you were in Green Bay a bit here already. Um, were you able to see the city at all? Um, and what was your impression of your teammates, you know, even just kind of, and your coaching staff, you, you mentioned coach Montgomery, but, um, you know, uh, what, what was the tempo like, you know, I'm just kind of curious what that NFL experience is, right? Because you have that very unique glimpse into to green Bay that so few of us have. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Green Bay wasn't expecting what I, you know, it's definitely a small city. Uh, it's, it's, you know, small, but I feel like Green Bay is way, is way smaller. Uh, but the people, um, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. We, we got off the plane. Uh, fans were at the at the gate when we were coming out, ready to sign pictures of us from college and things. That was that was unreal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not really a guy who like goes out and you know hits the town. Um, but uh, I'm kind of to myself. But uh, from what I've seen, I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. It reminds me of uh, of Salt Lake, other than it being so flat. And uh, <laughs> mountains, I love them. Um, and I miss them when I have my time out there in, in Green Bay for uh, OTAs and minicamp. Um, but, yeah, the players are great. Um, I love our vets. Um, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, TJ Slayton, uh, Jerron Reed. Uh, those guys are, are, are some great guys and um, are teaching us young guys a lot. You know, they don't necessarily have to, you know, do that, um, teach us up. But, I mean, they have taught us a lot. Uh, and I'm just grateful for them and their uh, just dedication to the game because uh, they are, have done great things. Um, but, yeah, Green Bay, I mean, I love it. Um We'll see when it comes to the winter time if I make it to that point. Uh, if it's similar to Utah, but uh, man, I'm just excited. The people are great. They know your name, and everybody's just so friendly. I think that's that's a great thing about Green Bay is that wherever you go, someone's um, there's a smiling face. So, yeah. 
there. Yeah, and you mentioned some of the guys that are in that defensive line room. And, you know, in addition to yourself, obviously the team invested pretty heavily in the defensive line here this offseason. So where do you see yourself fitting in after going through uh, orientation, OTAs, mini camp, um, <clears throat> and as you're preparing for training camp and the, the competition really starts to ramp up, um, where do you see your fit? with that group and and where do you think you might be able to find in your niche if if everything goes according to plan and um so i, I feel like my run stopping ability is 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 uh is on point um i mean that was a big part in, in our utah scheme was, was us you know taking up blocks and, and getting off blocks and trying to make plays on the run um but i've i feel like i i can you know pass this as well um and so that's what I've been working on since I've been home is, you know, trying to get that pass rush right and 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 uh, just trying to, you know, just perfect that craft. Uh, because it was especially during uh, my first years in college, uh, pass rushing was was not a strength. And so just continuing to perfect that is is great. But uh, I feel like I I can play all three, all four downs um, if they need me to. Um, but whatever coach. Uh, Joe Barry, um, uh, the D DC, and, and Jerry Phil. I'm going to do it, whatever it takes. Um, but, yeah, my run stopping ability is great. So. Yeah, and I just have a quick follow-up to that. Then. And you're talking about the pass rushing. Um, where do you see, as you're trying to build um, on, on that skill set, is it – you know, perfecting one move as much as possible, you know, either like a power move or, um, or a spin move, or is it versatility uh, in, in the pass rush, um, several different moves that you're trying to, to learn and, and uh, improve on. I, I'm just kind of curious what your, what your process and approach is to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like some the, the best players have, you know, their one, two, maybe three tops, uh, moves and so just trying to focus on um, maybe one or two moves uh, and perfecting those to the best of my ability. Um, I know I'm I'm strong, um, and so using that as you know the the basis of of those pass rush moves, I feel like is going to be uh, key in in my success. Um, but also being being agile, um, I think is going to going to help a lot with you know <clears throat> getting those offensive linemen. Uh, caught off guard um, without, you know, using power all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't see. I am a pretty small guy compared to, like, you know, most D linemen, but I, I got to do the swim move a few times. They lined me up uh, in high school, so that, that was the claim to fame. But uh, you get you get run right off the field if you do if you overdo that because, uh, you know, they'll see it coming. But anyway, no, I'm just kind of curious what your process was, so. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it. I've read from some of the scouting reports they called you a space eater. Um, so, um, you know, what's the mindset uh, of of somebody that kind of goes in there and just does the dirty work? Because you know, I'll tell you what, you, you D lineman up front, you make the whole the whole damn defense run. And you guys don't get the credit half the time unless you're sacking the quarterback. So, you know, like, what's your mindset going into, 
into camp, but, you know, just as a defensive lineman, as a professional football player, uh, as a guy who kind of gets down and dirty in there, is it a mindset or is it just another day at the office? You know, like how, how do you kind of hype yourself up to be that guy? Man, I mean, you're now it's, you know, it's, it's crunch time. You got to make your money somehow. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, just, you, you got to find your why and, and, you know, I did it for all my time at Utah was, you know, eating up blocks and things and helping others to make plays. I mean, that's, that's my job. And so if that job's going to make, make me money, I mean, we'll be, it. Uh, I'll take the hits. I mean, we, we train in the off season to be strong um, and, and, and powerful. And, and so when the time comes when those, when those big hits or those doubles come, you just got to take it on and don't complain. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've, I've learned throughout my career, especially in college, uh, was don't complain, just do it. Uh, nobody's there to hold your hand, especially now being in the NFL. Um, you could get cut the next day, so just give it your all and uh, just trust that the coaches are putting you in the position that is, is the best for the team. Yeah, I'm going back to the – OTAs and minicamp. How how did that all that go for you? I mean, I mean, I'm sure you're getting a lot thrown at you, so it may have been a little bit of a blur. But just picking up the scheme and you know, um, getting those reps in and 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 really trying to pick up everything you can. And then health wise, uh, did you come out of that uh, pretty healthy or feeling pretty good? Yeah, yeah, my body feels great. Um, my hamstring was was tweaked a little bit, but I mean, I got it right throughout this this time off and everything but yeah like you said i mean there was a lot thrown at us the playbook was uh there was a lot um a lot of things that we gotta pick up on uh, but it, i feel like it, it's pretty similar to what we ran at utah uh obviously there's, there's probably a little bit more but like the basis of it was was pretty similar um and so uh throughout this time that i've been off i'm just trying to get at least an hour or two each day in the playbook, just trying to get that right. Uh, but it took a little while, all of us that came in, um, the new guys, the rookies. Uh, but I feel like I've, I've got it pretty much down. Um, and so I'm just excited to get back to work uh, come next week and and just uh, be able to show them what I got. That's awesome. Uh, we're excited for that too. Uh, howdy, we're very excited for that. And we're excited to see football back in Green Bay. Um, where are they having you line up? Uh, did, did they have you play multiple positions across the defensive line or are you more hand in the dirt, you know, kind of lined up over center? Or where, where, where were they looking to, to have you? Because I know flexibility is key in this Packers defense. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I played uh, throughout the whole uh, D-line um, okay. at nose and then the three and the five as well. Um, and so cool. Jerry Montgomery, well, he coach wants us to, you know, just be able to play all three. Um, and so I'm, I'm just put me wherever and I'm going to do my job. So is there, is, can I ask just to follow up on that? 
Um, is there, you know, obviously responsibilities can be a little bit different in there, but is there a different hand placement, like from a technical perspective, depending on which position you're playing down there, or is your stance and, you know, your, your kind of uh, general generality, are you kind of in the same, same position? I mean, I, I think about an offensive lineman, right? I think about right tackle, left tackle. It's basically opposite, right? If they're playing right tackle or left tackle. So, um, for, for the defensive line nerds out there that don't get to talk to, uh, NFL, talent every day um is it is it pretty much natural uh to switch from role to role or or, or is there nuance to each position um i feel like um left and right side like three tech or five tech or whatever is pretty much pretty much the same i know somebody or most kids you know they played probably one side in college yeah. and are used to that and so just trying to adjust that to that uh being on the other side uh, but being like head up or on the nose uh is I feel like is different. Um, in uh, in our in our defense, we're more of an attack first uh, mentality, um, and then everything else attack and then read. Uh, but in college, um, a lot of us uh, were more read first, mm -hmm. uh, and then react. And so no, uh, Jerry wants us, you know, to come off the ball. Um, but yeah, like the hand placement, I feel like it's pretty much the same. Other than you know the nose and everything, is it? Is, it is, is there any players that you try to model your game after? Just you know, as you're watching games, college, pro level, um, film, etc. Any anyone that you've kind of just latched onto you that you've you've tried to to, to really emulate or, or try to develop certain skill sets after? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to to to, to be biased, but I my. Uh, so I, I had two uncles um, that uh, were played in the league. Shona Buha, he was a D lineman. Uh, he played for the Jets for for, for a while, um, and then Star Lotule, hmm. uh, he started at Carolina and finished at the Bills. I don't know where he's at right now, but uh, those guys are really powerful um, and uh, stop the run, and and that's kind of how I've, you know, kind of shaped myself to be uh, but obviously the game is different today with uh, pass rush being huge uh, yeah. just trying to get that down uh, kenny clark is now that it is one of my guys that i feel like he can do both he's the best two-way um, tackle in, in the league um, and so just trying to feed off of how he plays his game is, is probably how i feel so <laughs> I, you know, I did some, some, in some of the research, uh, when we knew we had an opportunity to talk with you, um, looks like you played a lot of special teams too. Um, can you speak to that at all? Because I mean, it, I, I don't know how much you followed the Packers before, uh, signing with Green Bay, but that was a, a point of contention. I think for a lot of, uh, Packer fans last year, there was some, some issues with our special teams. So anytime I see somebody with special teams experience, uh, you know, coming onto a board, it kind of pops off the page, I think, to myself and all wags and a number of fans. So um, what's your experience in special teams? Oh, man. Uh, so Utah is, is big on special teams. That's If you don't play special teams, then you ain't going to play offense or defense. Mm. I mean, so that's – I mean, I played pretty much every special team. I mean, being a D lineman, they, they want more faster people on, like, kickoff and stuff yeah. like that. But, uh, I mean, I played punt. I was the shield on there and be able to block there and then field goal block and 
uh, PAT. Um, but man, if they need me to play special teams, I'm willing, you know, uh, probably not super fast on kickoff or anything like that, but I'm, I'm willing to, you know, learn and accept that role if that is what they want me to do, you know? So yeah, yeah special teams is, is important. It's, it's a, it's a game changer. And a lot of people don't want to play that, especially in high school and maybe even college, but I mean, that's going to make you money. Um, mm-hmm. if that's your role. So. If they need me, uh, need me, I'll, I'll be, be there. So. Well, I, I think that could be definitely one route uh, that could could uh, get you some additional opportunities because I think uh, based on what we've seen, uh, this is a team that's willing to try everyone uh, in those special team positions. So that experience could really come in handy for you for sure. Um, Howdy, just switching gears, uh, you know, you've had – an amazing off season. You, you, you know, you, you go from Utah to, you know, joining the Packers to the whole off season program. And then just this past week, you welcome your son into the world. So congratulations on yeah, that. And I, I just want, just want to take a moment to let you kind of just share a little bit about who you are as a person, not just a football player off the field and um, just uh, give Packer fans out there a little bit of a sense of, of who you are as a man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, man, um, this year has been crazy uh, training or, or finishing the year off in the Rose Bowl was, was a great experience. I was glad I was able to experience that. Um, but then, you know, even up to, you know, like pro day and stuff, uh, it was a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice um, that was was done, um, especially by by my wife. Uh, just grateful for her and her her willingness to let me, you know, pursue this dream. Because I mean, at the end of last year, we were we were talking about it a lot. Like, you know, do you really want to do this? You know, you kind of you're, you're getting up there in age, you know. Um, but we we made our goal, and it was going to do whatever it takes, you know, to, to make, make it. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I, I think the biggest, the biggest, uh, blessing was, you know, our, my son, you know, coming into this world. Um, he, uh, has already, you know, um, you know, helped me to, you know, stay focused and stay, stay hungry uh, and and so, for Packer fans, you know, my biggest, my three priorities is, you know, my faith, my faith in God, um, and my family, and then obviously, you know, football. Um, and I know a lot of people say that, but, but I live by those things, and um, it's in that order. Uh, you know, God comes first in my life, my family, and then everything else will come after that. And so I just put my trust in God, and 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 that carries me uh, through the hard times because uh, there's been a lot of adversity um, throughout my college career, throughout my life, um, and so just being able to, to lean on on God is um, and on my wife um, is what what carries me out through through uh, through the hard times. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm just super excited to, to see my son uh, continue to grow and uh, for my family to continue to grow. Uh, 
though I'll, I'll be gone for a little bit from him, um, I'm doing it for him and and my wife and my family. And so that'll just keep me motivated and keep me going. So, yeah. Oh man, e- easy to root for you, my man. This is this is this is awesome. Thanks for sharing that. When do you get to when do you get to Green Bay? Because camp's starting uh, up pretty quick here. Yeah, so I get back uh, next Thursday. I uh, fly back out to, to Green Bay next Thursday, and then we get rolling. So just excited and gonna make the most of this this last week here with my my wife and my son um, and my family. But uh, I mean, duty calls and and. Uh, got to do what I got to do. So for sure, for sure. And I think, you know, for your son, maybe 22, 23 years from now, um, there's a decent chance based on your family history and lineage that uh, he might be following in dad's footsteps into the NFL. Um, You know, I, I think that's pretty cool that, you know, you had two uncles and then I saw that you have two your two younger brothers and a cousin are also playing at Utah. So, wow. um, so that's that's got to be a, a pretty crazy Thanksgiving Day dinner uh, pigskin uh, game when when you guys all get out there and line it up, no pads, and and I, I'm imagining that that's a pretty wild game out there. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. anyway, well, well, thank you so much for taking the time seriously to join us. Um, I, I know you've got a lot going on um, and uh, we want to be respectful of your time. You, you, you probably are ready to go take a nap. Um, so um, we appreciate you. And like Dane said, we're going to be rooting for you and, and watching closely up at camp and best of luck to you as, as you move forward. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting back and getting to work and hopefully I'll meet you guys in person. Uh, yeah. Yep, we'll be up there. So we'll, we'll be up there. Up we'll let sure. you know. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And and one thing um, before uh, you go, we always ask our guests: Can you give us a good hearty go pack go? For sure. All right, uh, go pack go. Go pack go. Pack, go. Thank you so much, folks. That's how Hadi Pututau, defensive lineman for the Green Bay Packers. Thank you, Hadi. Have a great night. Appreciate you, man. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. See ya. Take care. Thank you. All right, Dane. So that was Haladi Pututau. So that was really cool. I think um, before we recap that, um, we should take another break to hear from our other sponsor, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings, of course, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And Dane, even though it's not football season right now, uh, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. Um, If you would like to be a new customer, uh, you can make a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you get get another shot to cash in. So using our promo code TPPN, that's short for the Pigkin Podcast Network. So, Dane, do you have any eye on any big events coming up here that you want to uh, be able to throw down that uh, cash on? Well, Wags, um, I actually need to do a little research. I'm embarrassed that I I, I don't know this, but uh, I'm wondering if I can bet on this Manchester City FC Baron Munich game coming up at Lambeau Field in another week or so. That's what I'm curious about. Um, but 
Um, you know, the Brewers are playing. They're playing good baseball. European soccer? I, yeah, you mean, Dane, I feel like I don't even know you right now. We're they're coming to Lambeau. All of our fan. They're coming to Lambeau, Wags. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, well, just because they're in Lambeau, I guess we can let it go. So Yeah, football's uh, football, I guess. But, but folks, use promo code TPPN because you can bet on soccer. Or you can bet on Milwaukee Brewers baseball. I have a feeling our listeners are probably more likely to be listening or watching uh, Milwaukee Brewers baseball. So bet on the Brew Crew. Uh, But again, folks, use promo code TPPN. uh, TPPN, excuse me. Uh, Awesome. I mean, $1,000? Come on. Uh, Thank you, DraftKings Sportsbook. You guys make watching sports even that much more fun. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, all right. Well, that was another awesome guest. Awesome. So cool yeah. that we were able to get Hawadi on. And honestly, I mean, um, for now that he's jumped off, folks, he was he asked us to do the recording last Saturday. And that was when his son was born. So Dane and I had no idea that he was expecting a, a, a kid, his first kid. Um, and so we're like, oh, okay, well, we better reschedule, right? But um, it, it was super cool that he was still willing to make the time to come on, and, and we certainly wanted to give him as much flexibility as possible. But great dude, you can see, very humble. Um, seems like he's uh, very, you know, um, very high football IQ, I think, yeah. what comes across. I know you can't necessarily get that just from talking to someone, but he seems very focused uh, in the questions that we were asking him. He he just seemed to have, you know, uh, his T's crossed and his I's dotted, um, just kind of mindful of where he stands and um, seems to be really focused on what he needs to do to put himself in the best position to make a run at this roster. Yeah, I, and, you know, it's it's a stacked room. Uh, that defensive line room. Let's make no bones about it. Um, but in the NFL, it's a pass rushing league, but you still have to stop the run. And uh, I'll tell you what, the Packers at times in the past few years, their Achilles heel has been not being able to stop the run in big moments. Um, so if you've got a big man like like uh, Hawadi who can maybe come in and plug the, the middle a little bit, um, that that adds a lot of flexibility to this team. And yes, it's a stacked room, but if the Packers keep six defensive linemen, I mean, all bets are off. Even if he starts on the practice squad, the way that the rules work, they can elevate a big guy for run-heavy teams. Um, I could see him really contributing to this roster, Wags. He's working on his pass rush, but already he sits down and it's hard to move him. And there's a lot of potential in a young guy that's just hard to move up the middle of a defense. I agree. And I mean, even if he doesn't make the final 53 man roster, um, there's a path on the practice squad yes. that's been expanded the last couple of seasons. We've seen lots of guys start there and get elevated throughout the season. Um, and, Wags, you know, our number and, one receiver started on the practice squad. Alan Lazard. Right. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't have to look long and hard uh, yeah. to, to find guys up and down the roster now uh, for, that have taken that route. So, um, I mean, and, and I like what this front office has done. I, I've said this a couple of times in previous episodes this offseason, uh, but 
we've gone into previous seasons. It just felt a little thin depth wise. Uh, the guys at the top of the depth chart, you know, we're, we're, we're good with for the most part, but I think we not only improved the talent, but the depth at the defensive line position um, where there's always going to be injuries, just like any other position group in this league. But I, I you know, that's why uh, having young guys like this that are competing uh, for perhaps the, the final spot uh, of that defensive line group, um, you know, that that really, really, I think, helps this team because now, you know, whoever doesn't win that competition, hopefully you can retain them on the practice squad. And chances are they're going to get some opportunities at some point. It's a long season. Um, so I, I, I think the like you said, the run stopping skill set that Hawadi can bring is that's a great starting point. Um, mm-hmm. So that's his niche now. And and I really liked his response when when he said that he knows that he needs to continue improving on his pass rush um, and that's going to be something else that he's going to have to do to to give himself the best chance yeah um i i encourage folks to go watch uh, some youtube videos of him he's a big guy uh he's a really big guy um so i you know there's a soft spot i think in both of our hearts for a big guy that just is kind of you know nasty along that defensive line but um but uh, you know he's he's more agile than i think i would expect uh, a big guy to be um he didn't always used to be the size either uh so i think that you know um, he kind of has that built-in athleticism. I believe he used to be a linebacker, if I'm not mistaken, at one point in his career, and then has, has moved up to this defensive line spot. So, um, you know, when you watch him move, he can move at times like a guy who's a little bit smaller than a 300-plus pound guy. And, um, you know, that that doesn't hurt when you get to the NFL level. Again, there's going to be a lot of competition at camp, but don't be surprised if you start to hear his name uh, against teams when he gets his, his opportunity in preseason. Yep, for sure. So, Dane, any other closing thoughts here before we um, finish off here for this evening? No, just uh, really cool to get a guy who just had a kid to to still join. It was really kind of him to take the time and, and spend a half hour with us tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much again to you, Hadi, and for all of you out there, as always, be legendary and go Pack Go. go. Pack go. Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave it with your good luck.